I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. It's our biggest sale of the year where all beds are on sale. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed. Only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Six after seven, Raylene from Parallel. He's called with a meat tray Friday entry. Morning, Raylene. Good morning. How are you? We're Good, well. thanks, Raylene. Good. Um, when I used to go to the pitchers, it used to cost me two shillings and threepence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what a threepence is, Raylene. Can you enlighten me? I'm a post sixty six person. Was it sixty six? Just a little tea. It was silver, and it just it was a threepence. <laughs> and to catch the bus from. Ethelton to uh, West Terrace used to cost me one shilling and threepence. <laughs> that was to go to play, well, it was basketball in them days, but it's netball now, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Good on you, Rayleigh. Thanks for the call. Taking your memories right throughout the morning till 9 o'clock. 8223 is the number. Uh, we've been speaking over the course of the week about the declining situation of the airline industry and the precarious situation that its employees uh, now find themselves in. You look at uh, the share price, you look at some of the announcements that have been made, namely that by Qantas yesterday that sees not just now its international service grounded, but two-thirds of domestic flights uh, and indeed, uh, sorry, two-thirds of the workforce has been stood down and a large number of domestic routes have seen their... Uh, services slash Linda White is the Assistant National Secretary of the Australian Services Union and joins us now. Linda, good morning to you. Uh, good morning. So what's the state of play with those 20,000 uh, workers that have been stood down? We got a timeline or a sense of how, what component of that time off will be paid versus unpaid leave? Well, it, it's going to vary between uh, people. Uh, it'll depend on what sort of leave they have and who gets rostered on. So, uh, And it'll be different in, uh, in different uh, uh, ports and uh, in different locations throughout the airline. So it's it's not a hundred percent clear, yeah. but um, certainly uh, about sixty percent of uh, domestic workers, domestic uh, flight workers, are going to be stood down. Uh, so only forty percent will be working. And how, the, how those uh, people will be chosen is what we're working through at the moment. But in some ports, it's a harder a harder cut than that. Has any thought been given, Linda, to sort of job sharing so that rather than saying to like two-thirds of the workforce, all right, you lot, you're all out, could people do sort of shared half half roles or something like that? Yeah, that's what we're certainly trying to work through uh, with the likes of Qantas and everybody else that we're doing. But in some places, there'll be no work um, because, of the, because of the international flights. There'll be absolutely none. But, we're, yeah, we're absolutely looking at every option that is possible. We've put that to them. Uh, also, people have expressed to us that... Uh, that if people have short bursts of work, that would be better for them um, than uh, having long layoffs and then coming back uh, for longer periods. And this is a developing situation. Yeah. And so, you know, in eight weeks' time, it, may be, it might be that the cuts are greater uh, than they currently are now. And so we, uh, our prime objective is to make sure people get access to as much work as they can and as much support as they can, so, and particularly if they don't have leave. We mentioned the 20,000 at Qantas, obviously Virgin's in a, in a similar situation. Across the industry, how many workers face an uncertain future? 
Uh, look, the industry is, uh, in some numbers is about 88,000, uh, if not more, probably, because you've got to look at the, the airports all run off, off uh, that. There are ground handlers, there are... Um, you know, there are shops at the airport, and there are all the suppliers to those. It's a, the, the numbers I've just quoted are probably the people that just directly work um, in and around airports or for those companies. It, it, it's a lot of people. Um, 88,000. Yeah, at, I think that's, that's probably conservative, frankly. Um, but you look at everything that hangs off and uh, off. Flying and the um, yeah, well that that would that that eighty eight thousand figure that wouldn't include like the people who work at the stationery shop at the airport, would it, or the people no. who work at the Krispy Kreme things like that? No, no, it wouldn't. These are sort of people that just mm. sort of directly, but you know, Gee. all of those, you know, if, if if it doesn't fly, if air, airlines don't fly, then the retailer at the airport suffers, then those people uh, lose their jobs or are stood down, all of that, and it's the multiplier effect that we've seen when there's been other crises that you know it's just. It, goes deep into the economy. What's your view on, uh, there's a story on the front page of The Australian this morning about Qantas negotiating with Woolworths to provide temporary jobs to uh, some of those 20,000 workers. Is there some merit in that uh, that pursuit? Look, I think if there is other jobs uh, yeah, that are available and if there's a way in which people can get them, that's a great great um, opportunity. There are, will be some work still in Qantas. Uh, we're currently also negotiating with Qantas about ensuring, you know, because the call centre is in overdrive at the moment, that's based in Hobart, and, you know, they are, they can be up to eight-hour waits. And so um, lots of members in the rank, in our ranks have, have got those sort of customer service skills and um, they're going to be redeployed there. So, look, I think anywhere that people can be redeployed because, this, you know, hard times are upon people and it's incredibly important that every opportunity is taken up and it's close to facilitate that. That's going to be great for for some people. Mm. Linda White, the Assistant National Secretary of the Australian Services Union, thank you for joining us and to all your members. Our thoughts are, are with yeah. them. This is just a shocking situation. Thanks for your time, Linda. Thanks. Bye. The idea of going down your local food land, <laughs> the bloke who used to fly you from Adelaide to Melbourne standing there. Forget to get the pilots, because the pilots have got such soothing voices, I think. Yeah. They could do the, the, the in-store announcements, maybe. Clean up on aisle five. <laughs> We'd like to thank you for shopping at Foodland. <laughs> Tremendous. It's just a crazy, crazy situation. 88,000 people, it would be sort of the combined population of Gawler, Mount Gambier, Wyala and Murray Bridge. Yeah. Let's talk about something fun. Today's Meat Tray Friday topic, yes. inspired by the fact that petrol is now 99 cents a litre and indeed even cheaper than that in some places. We're asking you about your earlier shopping memories. I, I like this one uh, from Janet. We emigrated to Australia in 1974 and lived in the Pennington Migrant Hostel. Our school lunch consisted of a fruit sandwich, an apple and a fruit box drink for the grand total of 12 cents. Oh, that's fantastic. What about that? Quite a few people are texting in about broken biscuits. They must have been a thing for, for, for the over, over 60s, over 70s. I like the idea that you got to, you'd request. Can we get a few more of the TikTok broken biscuits? Mm. We, don't want the, we don't want the original mix. Malcolm texted saying Narracourt Primary School, 1964, brown paper lunch bag, a pie, a packet of chips and a small Coke. Two shillings. Life was good. You know what's clear with all these calls too about the the, the uh, food service industry and, and corner shops and whatnot. It was clearly a lot more la- like it was clearly a lot more labour intensive mm. than uh, counting out sixteen bu- or eight bullets for a cent 
or 16 <laughs> and broken biscuits and going through, no, we want these shards of broken biscuit. Mm. Like, that's not a job that's been lost to automation. <laughs> No. That's at some point in time somewhere. This is just not worth the time. Well, there's still that wonderful shop in the central market that has all the lollies. Like, you can get strawberries and cream yeah. and pineapples and gummy bears, and they're all in the different little yeah. glass containers. They, they, they're they lovely people there and very yeah. patient. Cause I've, Even though that's weights. That's not, I bet they don't do them by individual items. I can remember walking up to the corner store in Mitchell Park. It used to be an old Foursquare store, and it, it was... 20 cents was my yeah. childhood allowance. We used to do it every, pretty much every day. Mm. Get a little 20 cent bag of lollies. 40 minutes after 7. From the cinematic universe of J.J. Abrams comes the space strategy game Star Trek Fleet Command. Be the commander of your own missions. Customize your fleet of starships. Assemble a crew of new and familiar faces. Choose your weapons to prepare and lead your crew in epic battles. Every moment counts in these real-time battles. Boldly go where no one has gone before. Star Trek Fleet Command. Download free today on the App Store or Google Play.